is what's today wednesday wednesday here on the daily so uh yesterday we were talking about we were talking about a couple of different things but um or maybe it was two days ago either way uh i'll have to go back and see make sure that i actually published that episode but we were talking about toxicity in video games and voice chat specifically so fortuitously today and this is one of my self-proclaimed superpowers i can see into the future um and that's mostly because i consume so much content that it feels like i can see into the future but today i'm scrolling through my feeds i'm looking for something to talk about and one of two articles that caught my eye was from ign and it was talking about how ea is trying to not only ban toxic players or moderate tox toxicity within its games but also to promote what it calls positive experiences now there was a pretty viral post on facebook and probably i think it was on instagram as well that it took off about two three months ago and it was talking about how and i'm paraphrasing here because i'm not willing to go back and find it but i'm paraphrasing here it was something about how you as an individual have have a responsibility to cater to somebody else's feelings. For example, if somebody feels offended by something you said, then harm was caused. I think that was the, the crux of the post. So, you know, having the intent of not harming somebody is not enough. The fact that you caused harm in any way was the issue. The thing is, that puts, I mean, that puts the onus on the other person so you you have no idea what's going to offend somebody and i'll be i'll play devil's advocate here and say that you know i might have an idea of what could offend somebody you know there are certain things that you know will offend somebody which sure but i think that specifically in 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 environments where you have people that are looking for offense, they're looking for reasons to be offended, you have no idea what you're going to say that will offend them. And that's true even within those circles. You might think, oh, you know, if you're if you're in that circle, if you're constantly exposed to an environment where people are always looking for offense, then you should be increasingly more sensitive to what could cause somebody to be offended but in fact the opposite is true just like with uh with the concept of tolerance the opposite is true the more you try to not offend people the more people are going to find things to be offensive right because that's what they've been trained to do your brain you know it's like it's like an object in motion tends to stay in motion so if you've trained your brain to find offense and to find problems with things 
then you're always going to be looking for it, even if the original problem was solved and has been addressed, right? And you see this a lot with games journalists. You know, it was it was problematic that there weren't enough female characters. Okay, fine. Let's see that that was true. So now we have a bunch of female characters. Now it's problematic that not enough games have you know black or hispanic or asian characters now it's a problem you know on and 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 on it's it's a situation where i feel that people are just never going to be satisfied people are just never going to be satisfied so there are two articles here that i have pulled up that kind of relate to this concept and this first one is from ea it's an article that IGN wrote about EA's positive positive experience initiative, we're going to call it. Now, that post that I mentioned in Facebook is relevant because somebody at EA, this person um, named Bruzo, is, uh, I guess, who's heading this thing up. Here's the quote. He says, quote, One of the reasons that we're in a better position than social media platforms in terms of moderation is that we're not a social media platform. We're a community of people who come together to have fun, so this is actually not a platform for all of your political discourse. This is not a platform where you get to talk about anything you want. And I'm I'm going to pause there. Because even at its height, even at its height of supposed toxicity in 2007, 2008, let's say, when when I was playing in Modern Warfare um, lobbies, like we were talking about yesterday. And if you're you're that old, you you know what I'm talking about. Even at its height, I don't don't remember politics being dragged into it ever. (laughs) So, I I, I don't know where this political discourse is coming from, where this comment about political discourse is coming from. Now, maybe things are different. I fully admit that I haven't been in an online lobby in a while. But, uh, I mean, I don't know where that even comes in. So, uh, it, it I, I don't understand that. Uh, so, let's continue the quote. The, the quote here that I, I feel is relevant to that, that post on Facebook. He says, the minute that your expression starts to infringe on someone else's ability to feel safe and included or for the environment to be fair and for everyone to have fun, that's the moment when your ability to do that goes away. So now I'm responsible for somebody else's feeling of being safe and included. You know, and call me a cynic call me a pessimist but how i mean take this concept take this concept okay so when you're at work and you have somebody new come onto the crew it's pretty common to kind of tease them right a little little bit of not hazing in the college sense where you know you would have people strip either naked or down to their underwear and humiliate them. Not not in that sense, but in the sense that, you know, you 
tease them about how they're going about work or like in the instance of hospitality where I've spent most of my adult life, you know, you hear stories about how people tell new new hires to empty the hot water, which is continuously running, so it's an it's impossible to do. Or to take a a, a quart of steam next door. Uh, you know, so when you 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 enter these environments where you tease people like that, right? You you give them a little bit of a test, and maybe that's more common in the working class than in white collar jobs and office jobs. But I think it's I think it still exists in those environments as well. But specifically in working class jobs, you know, it the humor is perhaps more crass, but it is also much more important, right? So, you know, you do things that could be interpreted, I suppose, from the outside as making feel making somebody feel unsafe or unwelcome. When really all you're trying to do is increase the fun. You know what I mean? It's trying to assess whether somebody is, is going to be a good sport or not. Are they able to handle things without being a child about it and running and reporting to mommy every little thing? And if you have siblings, you know what I mean. Like, you, you when you were growing up you would be playing with your sibling and you know there were days or maybe your sibling was just like this where you could be doing something entirely innocent at least in your mind and they would immediately immediately start crying and going going to run to mommy and then you get in trouble and it's like like I don't even want to be around you anymore you're just you're literally no fun you're no fun I can't do anything with you you know so that that I think is where this is trending toward. Now we were talking yesterday about AI and voice chat. And they specifically mentioned AI here. Um, so they're trying to they're training AI to look for for names, right? Names and clan tags and gamer tags and things. It is, it is something that you know has been around for a while. EA specifically ran 300 million Apex Legends club names through their AI checks and banned 145,000 of those. I don't know, I don't know what those names could have possibly had in them. I can take a stab at what was probably in them, but. Without knowing, I mean, who who knows? And that that's what I was talking about yesterday. If AI, and it, it even says here in this article, no human could check out 30 million club names. So you have no real recourse with AI. You just don't. And they try to, they try to temper that here in this article by saying, you know, of course, you can't fully rely on AI. Real humans still need to review any cases that are exceptions or outliers and make appropriate decisions. 
Now, what what constitute the, this raises the question: What constitutes an exception? What constitutes an outlier? And how are those two things identified? What is an exception to the AI? What is an outlier to the AI? And my gut tells me that exceptions and outliers are only those things that were not captured by the AI, but were reported by another player. You know, so it's it, it's this trust in the AI that we programmed it. Any decision the AI makes is the correct decision. So an exception or an outlier is something that the AI did not capture, but somebody reported. So we're going to make the appropriate decision. And I feel like the quote-unquote appropriate decision, more often than not, is to side with the player who reported the thing, right? Because let's combine this. The idea is that if you infringe on somebody else's ability to feel safe or included, regardless of what that means, your ability to express yourself in EA games goes away. That's that's what this guy said. That's literally what he said. The minute that your expression starts to infringe on someone else's ability to feel safe and included, or for the environment to be fair and for everyone to have fun, that's the moment your ability to express yourself goes away. So if you have a name, a gamer tag or a clan name, that offends somebody, and they report you, and you were just fine, you got past the AI bots, but somebody reports you, now you're in violation of this concept that, that you have the right to express that name. You know, it's let's say, let's say the name is Ceiling Gang is cringe. You know, and somebody considers themselves part of the Ceiling Gang, so they report your name. According to EA's statement here, taking it face value, your clan name is going to get banned because you didn't include Ceiling Gang, and it was a totally innocent thing. So that's that's where we're we appear to be anyway headed in the gaming sphere and it it, it it it's a problem for me because it creates a more and more and more and more restrictive environment now ea is trying to frame it as something that is more open and inclusive and allows people to express themselves in different ways and you know You'll be able to create more and you'll have more freedom. But to me, it just sounds horrendously, horrendously authoritarian and restrictive. If I if I'm a if I have to clear the arbitrary standards of every single person that I interact with online, I am going to fail. That is a recipe for failure. Period. At some point, I'm going to accidentally offend somebody. And this happens all the time in real life. If you talk enough, if you interact with somebody enough, at some point, you're going to offend them. And if you've ever been in a relationship, you know that's the case. 
whether you intended to or not. So when you involve strangers in there and their report has more weight than your intent, then you're screwed. You're screwed. You're always going to be screwed. So I, I overall, I think, it, I, I think it's a bad move. I understand where people are coming from. But personally, I, I think that the issue needs to be that it, it's twofold. I feel that incentivizing positive experiences is a good thing. Okay. And, you know, if I, I think there are better ways to go about it because they're using a hammer. They're using the ban hammer as a way to address this when probably it would be good enough to reward people for positive behavior. You know, instead of instead of incentivizing people to report negative behavior, you incentivize people to report positive behavior. And in that way, you're incentivizing positive experiences. As opposed to now, where, you know, the exception, <laughs> the standard is that if you find any offense whatsoever, you report it. Reporting is a negative thing. And they want more reports. They want more reports. Whereas they should really want... They, they should really want more positive experiences. The more the more you incentivize negative outcomes, the more you're going to get. And they even say in the article that currently only 1% of games have a player reporting another player. So it's not like toxicity is really even that big of an issue taking it face value. I, I just, I, I don't understand that. Secondly, you know, they, they admit that the best tool is muting somebody as far as voice chat goes, and that's in control of the player. But the way this article was written, they use the word unfortunately. Unfortunately, the only thing we can do is give you the power to mute somebody instead of automatically banning them or having some sort of arbiter at EA decide what can and cannot be said. So I, this kind of speech policing, and that's what it is, is speech police policing. I don't think it's good for... I, I don't think it's good for anybody. It really, it really restricts the environment. It really restricts what could otherwise be a, a much more enjoyable experience and you know like I said I'm not I'm not against promoting positivity but if you're going to promote positivity perhaps you should promote the positivity you know find some way to reward people give them skins or karma or something you know let me know what you think anyway there was a another article that popped up in my feeds right before I started uh, recording and it was talking about Pokimane wants to make she wants tougher laws on revenge porn okay 
So this article is not, it's not very long and the crux of it is in the last paragraph. Last two paragraphs. Okay. So she wants to make it illegal, illegal to possess an image of somebody that they did not consent to. Specifically nude images, right? So you get, somebody sends them nudes and then you break up. She wants to make it illegal for you to possess those pictures. Which, okay, sounds great on the surface. How are you going to enforce that? <laughs> you know, how are you going to tell whether or not somebody is has that image illegally? Are you going to search every device that they have? You know, say you, say you break up with somebody, and uh, I'll speak from a male perspective here because you know I don't have another perspective but from a male's perspective you know those pictures were sent willingly okay and as far as copyright goes here because let's throw copyright in here let's start to have a rational argument or a legal argument rather those pictures are sent those pictures belong to the person who created them period they belong to somebody, the person that created them. So, for example, models don't actually own their face. Whoever took the picture owns those pictures. And this comes up every so often. If you don't want your picture in a magazine, you should not have posed for a photo shoot. Now, if you had taken the picture yourself, if it were a selfie, now you own that image and you can do what you want with it. So say you're dating somebody and say you are the one that took that picture. Copyright law says that you created that work of art. Therefore, you are the owner of that, that likeness. It doesn't matter that it was somebody else's body. That's what the law says. Okay. And I think this came up with FIFA. I think that's what it was. So the last time I talked about this, it was about FIFA in relation to the players wanting to get paid for, for their likeness in FIFA. I think it was something like that, but point is, in the U.S., if you capture the image, you're the owner. So Pokemon wants that wants that concept to be illegal, which is kind of an offshoot of this thing, and she wants it removed, or for you to be punished for creating that image. And it, it doesn't say that. Her stance isn't necessarily, isn't necessarily that it went online. Her stance is that she wants it Ill, to be illegal to possess that image, whether it's distributed or not. Okay, so in the last paragraph, last few paragraphs here of this article, we've got a quote here. Quote, the U.S. currently has laws against revenge porn in nearly every state. But as Hanson Picard... Picker pointed out in a recent stream about Pokemon's comments, enforcement against revenge porn is complicated and murky. And that's <clears throat> not I, I don't I don't like the wording of that. Uh, the article goes on to say cops are hardly the most empathetic or competent investigators of gendered violence. That's a nonsensical argument. I, I, there's no reason to say that. It goes on to say, besides that, surveilling every electronic device for revenge porn would be a massive privacy violation. And this Hanson Picker said, the only way to you can t 
tackle revenge porn is at the point of distribution, which is true, you know, and this article is very sympathetic to Pokimane. It, it uh, like, unless you're going to get into every single person's device at all times and look for nude images at all times, there is literally no way for for Pokimane's objective to be accomplished. There's just literally no way. So, I mean, <clears throat> again, if you want to live in an, an authoritarian hellscape where you have no privacy whatsoever, <laughs> um, you know, even if you had... Because let's say you do possess an image of an ex and she doesn't want you to have it just period have it you didn't show it to anybody it's just on your phone it's just there for your personal use and she just doesn't want you to have it in Pokemane's world you would be punished for possessing that image and when I say punished I don't mean like lightly if you've had any experience with the judicial system it's 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 not a pleasant experience and I don't have any experience with uh, sex crimes but this would be categorized as a sex crime that is not going to be treated lightly so in Pokimane's worldview you one have zero privacy whatsoever two if if your ex decides at literally any point that she doesn't want you to have those images even if they belong to you in, in terms of copyright and you've shown them to nobody if she wants to make your life a living hell all she would have to do is report it and you would I mean go from there but there are a lot of people here, here's the crux of the argument one it's never going to happen it's just not possible to do. Pokemon's objective here is just not... It's just not possible. But two, here's the bigger issue. The bigger issue to me is that this would... A lot of people talk about what should and should not be legal. That we should have a law for or against something. Usually against, there should be a law. There should be a law. There should be a law against that. Without really thinking... They say that without really thinking about what the hell that actually means you know she she said this with good intentions you know i want to protect women i want to make sure that they aren't having their bodies put out online for any creep to do whatever they want with i get it same time like we discussed it is impossible impossible to do what she's asking so it's this one's a little bit of a catch 22 but it's we we need to be careful with what we say should or should not be illegal right because if you take her idea and apply it to what we were just talking about with ea and you scale it way the hell down and you say you know some player says this should be illegal ea has power to make it illegal you know, there's no... It is entirely their platform. It is entirely their policy. They can decide to make it, quote-unquote, illegal instantly on the spot. And you could catch a ban from EA. 
much, much less serious than what Pokimane's talking about here, but it's the same concept. It's the same idea. So, I mean, when you combine those two ideas, those two forces, things can go really wrong really quickly. Now, I'm going to close up today's episode in the last uh, two minutes. We're going to tease tomorrow's episode. Okay. So I ran across this article in Polygon talking about um, entertainment, the entertainment industry as a whole and specifically why this person feels that it's failing. And I want to, I want to kind of dive into that because it, it applies somewhat to what we were talking about today, but I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.